Welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local with Karis podcast. I'm Karis Saunders and today we're chatting to Catherine Reid Jewelry. My Catherine makes the most beautiful sterling silver and nine carat gold jewelry, all inspired by agriculture and the north coast of Northern Ireland. Her work is so, so beautiful and we spoke about keeping her business close to home, her first time at Balmoral Show and her latest ring carved from wax. Now, of course, if you want to go and have a little newsy, do go over. All links are in the description of this episode for all her socials. And let's go chat to her. My jewellery started during my art foundation course. During that course, I wasn't really sure of what I wanted to do with like my career. I knew okay. I was creative. I knew I was arty. But I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go in. So I sort of figured out that I loved fashion design and that sort of way of design. But I hated fabric. Like okay. I hated working with textiles. I felt really restricted working with a sewing machine. Chats with my tutor. She sort of said, well, what about jewellery design? Like where I could work with metal, wood, glass, ceramics, like lots of different materials. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, me thinking okay jewelry design then I went to Edinburgh College of Art where I studied for three years so I graduated in 2018 with the first class and whenever I graduated I moved back home to Northern Ireland in July and then in October 2018 that's whenever I officially set up my jewelry business and started to sell online ever since then it started to sort of slowly grow not like your typical kind of jewelry like it's, yeah. it is very different very unique it's very out there like it is different so my jewelry is made of sterling silver and nine carat gold. My jewellery is inspired by the place that I call home. So that is the farm that I grew up on as well as the North Coast, which is where I live. Spend a lot of time in the North Coast. Like it's a beautiful place. And during my final year of uni, the whole year was based on one project. So I based it on my dad and the work that he does on our farm. It's different. Like the work that I did during uni is sort of slowly grown. Since then, I've moved away a little bit from it, but still it is still hugely based on farming um like during uni I made more like sculptural kind of pieces now I'm making more wearable jewelry pieces I love it it's been really good it's been a journey over the past four years definitely I'm sure and I'm sure it must have been so exciting I'm probably nerve-wracking to go from uni where you're making all these pieces to kind of (laughs) okay I want to do this as a business and I need to make all these products now not just for uni but for myself and to sell yeah definitely like whenever I came home from uni I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do so I came home and I got my old part-time job back and I knew like I wanted to keep going with my jewelry like yeah. I knew I knew that much yeah whenever I came home from uni I was so broke um so I had to get jobs to save up to, to sort of get my business going again and yeah so in October 2018 that's whenever I officially got my jeweler's bench and that's whenever I set up my Etsy shop and started to sell online again it took a few months but got there do you remember what the first thing that you sold was back in October whenever you launched then? Oh, I think the first thing that I sold on my Etsy shop back in October was a pair of my cow ear tag earrings. Yeah. They're my best sellers. I think I think that was probably the first one, but to be honest, I can't really remember from back then. They are so cute as well. And I think it's such a great Thank nod. You. Do you know, as you say to your dad and to Northern Ireland, I saw them and I was like, these are perfect. You know, there's a girl I work with <laughs> and her dad's a farmer and I'm like, I need to get these for you. <laughs> Oh, thank you. They're quite popular, I think, as well, because you can get them personalised. Yeah. You can get whatever number or letter that you like. So, like, quite a lot of people have had birthdays, anniversaries, children's initials, pet names, postcodes. So they are really good for presents and gifting. So how would you come up with your different products? Because obviously you have expanded out 
and you've such a range. Like I love your little egg and especially what you did for kind of for Easter with the little cream egg in it. It was so, so cool. Thank so, you. How do you come up with them all? Well, I guess I take my inspiration from the farm. Like I see the farm, like there's so much out in the yard that I can work from. And I think just taking parts of the farm and like transforming that into metal, I think is quite unique, quite yeah. different and quite interesting. Like there's so much, probably sound really weird saying this, but there's so much out in the farm that I find really interesting like the textures the materials the tools that are out on the farm I just find that all really intriguing so yeah I like to just take my inspiration from the yard so with the eggshell collection my cracked collection my mom works in the hen house we've got free range chickens on our farm Amazing. so that's my mom's job and we've, we only really put up the hen house the free range chickens recently like a number of years back so that's where I've taken inspiration for that collection and it's a bit different and I think my favorite piece from that collection is the clutch chunky necklace I wear it all the time and like each little chain link is in the shape of an egg so it's a bit different it's so cool the thought that you've put into it and especially even like your horse hoof earrings which Uh you know almost when you look at them you know exactly what they are like it's amazing (laughs) what you've done and how local and how close to home you've kept all like I just absolutely think it's class thank you so much with like the horse tooth ones we've got Clydesdales on our farm growing up my granda used to show Clydesdales and now my mum shows the Clydesdales so we would take them to different agricultural shows so that's where I get my inspiration from it's so so cool I love it and even up to your as you said kind of the north coast and you have your little like north coast range like it's all so beautiful and do you think you would ever kind of expand obviously it is close to home but maybe uh-huh. into like other northern irish type of things do you know not where you're from specifically but kind of the whole of northern ireland yeah i guess i would love to to be honest it sounds really bad but like i have not seen enough of northern ireland like i feel like because we live in ireland we're like oh I'll go eventually and visit like yeah. the Tiffs more or like travel down south or I definitely haven't seen enough of Northern Ireland so I definitely would love to explore more of Northern Ireland this summer especially like the Moran Mountains so I guess it is sort of based off my sort of experiences and what I've seen so yeah I'm gonna need to see a bit more of Northern Ireland definitely because it is a beautiful country. I know don't worry I think we're all so guilty as you say kind of because we live here and we're like oh well I want to go on holiday somewhere else and I'll, I'll go yeah. around Northern Ireland another time or I know a mm. lot of people like in lockdown they went down south and it was the perfect opportunity but you just kind of forget yeah. about it. I know definitely I know because like I feel very lucky that we live here because we've got yeah. so many beaches on our doorstep. I was in Port Stewart last night and I was literally like so lucky just feeling super grateful that this is so close to where I live. Not so beautiful. So what would an average day look like for you then, Catherine? I assume you're doing this full time now. It's been going for a few years. But take us through, like, do you still kind of work on the farm as well on the side? Or are you full time jewellery all the time? I'm full time now. So last year I was working at Topshop. So I lost my part time job in Topshop whenever it closed. To be honest, looking back, like obviously way back then in uh, January last year, it, it was awful losing our jobs but like looking back now it was like the little push that I needed to give my jewellery business a crack full time like I am doing this full time I don't do much work out on the farm just because I am so busy yeah with my own jewellery business so yeah I'm currently in the spare bedroom of our house that's where I'm set up it's not glamorous <laughs> like I'm on one side of the room with my jeweller's bench my desk my shelves 
And then on the other side of the room, there's the sofa bed and furniture. So it's small, but it does the job. And that's where I've worked. And I really enjoy working from home as well. So yeah, like the average day for me, I would usually spend sort of nine to five doing like the practical, physical kind of jobs I have to do. So that is mostly making the jewellery and working on orders and packing orders. And then whenever it comes five, half five, that's whenever I would get my iPad and do everything else that needs to be done. The likes of ordering stock, editing TikToks, thinking about what I'm going to post on social media for that evening, replying to emails, DMs, all of that other stuff. That's what I would do in the evenings. So I guess I kind of do struggle to kind of switch off from work. But at the same time, like I love my job, so it doesn't really feel like work, if that makes sense. If I'm out of the house in the evenings, then I do switch off. But if I'm in the house in the evenings, then I'll do like bits and pieces in the evening. Um, Just like a bit of more chilled kind of piece. I know you never truly stop working um, whenever you have your own business. (laughs) Like you can finish, as you say, your nine to five and then you're like, okay, well, let's go do everything else now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't mind it though. Like I do enjoy it. So what do you think is kind of your proudest achievement so far? One of my proudest achievements was getting a first in my uni course. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. To be honest, through uni, I find my uni course quite difficult. During my first and second year, I find it kind of hard because I did a foundation course in art and design. That meant that I skipped first year of uni. Yeah, so I went into second year, like direct entry into second year. So I kind of felt like I missed a year of jewellery. And yeah, I find uni quite difficult. So Whenever I got a first in uni, that was probably quite a big high for me. Whenever I got my result on the screen, I thought it said a third because I like was panicking so much. I saw like the I and the R. Yeah. I had to like spell the word out like F-I-R. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> it's the first. But the no, panic. I think that, yeah, that panic. Yeah, that was a pretty big one. I went to Balmoral show last year. I took my jewellery to Balmoral show last year. So that was quite a big thing. Having grown up, going to agricultural shows with my mom and my dad, my family. So then in 2019, I did some of the smaller shows, so like Balamani show, Limavari show, just like some of the smaller agricultural shows. So I took my jewellery to that last year. And then I thought, why not? We'll give Balmoral a go. So yeah, last year was really, really good. Last year was my first year taking my jewellery there. I didn't really know what to expect, but no, it was really good. And it was so lovely as well to meet some of my customers, like especially because like being in lockdown for so long and selling my jewellery from my studio online like I haven't really seen very many people so it was lovely to like hear people saying like oh I've seen your stuff on TikTok or I've seen your stuff on Instagram and what was also lovely as well at Balmoral I would start to like explain some of my pieces and then like someone would like cut me off and say oh no I follow you I know what this is like that honestly just makes me so happy so attending Balmoral that was definitely a big one as well and Balmoral is the perfect market for you as well it's literally like farmers everywhere Yeah, literally, literally. No, it was so good. It was so nice as well. Like there was like a few people as well that were just there for like the day out. Um, not necessarily farmers, but like just people I knew. It was so lovely to see them as well. Um, this year I'm sort of expecting it to be busier as well. Cause like last year it was in September and there was still restrictions and all. Whereas this year it's all completely back to normal. It's gonna be busy, but I'm excited. I'm so excited. I know I love Balmoral. Like we're not really a farming family. Like I kind of wish we were. Uh, I love going to Balmoral and my boyfriend doesn't like it because do you know like farms not have like a smell I love that smell and Matthew's like horrible get this away Uh, (laughs) like my mum's cousin up in Oma farm sheep and whenever Mm. I was little I was only like seven or eight 
and we were at visiting and lambing season and he was like oh do you know do you want to wake up at six in the morning and help me lamb and I was like yeah he obviously didn't expect me to actually do it six in the morning and it was me like dressed up (laughs) in my wellies eating my cereal so I was helping Uh him lamb like an alter ego I'm like I was meant to be a farmer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> different life <laughs> yeah so we things like Balmoral I'm like please but then we didn't start it well because I think one of the last years I managed to drag Matthew to it mm-hmm. one of the first things we did was like to the big ferris wheel yeah uh-huh. I completely forgot he was scared of heights and oh, he, didn't, no. he didn't tell me until we were already on do you know if he'd said mm-hmm. I would be like oh yes of course let's not mm-hmm. so we didn't start the day very well for him and then oh, I just no. got so excited by all the animals so uh-huh. It's a good day out. It's um, a great yeah, day. If you're there, definitely call around and stay alone. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully I'll be able to go this year. I'm not sure if I'll be able to drag him, but hopefully. And if not, <laughs> definitely I'll book it next year, like for his birthday yeah. or something. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever thought about doing any say, collaborations with local businesses or local artists in North Ireland? To be honest, collaborations are not something that I've done, but it is definitely something that I want to do. Definitely. Like I miss being in uni and being like in a studio with other creatives around you. Like you're chatting to them constantly and bouncing ideas off each other. And I definitely do miss that. So yeah, if there's anybody listening and would like to collab, send me a message. Especially, yeah, there's like there's so many talented small businesses in Northern yeah. Ireland. Definitely, definitely something that I would love to do in the future. Do you think, obviously hypothetical, if you did, you'd mm-hmm. want to keep it an agricultural business? Or do you think you'd just want to do kind of anything Northern Irish in a way? Not necessarily agricultural. Like my jewellery, it's not all agricultural. Like yeah. we do have like Giants Causeway inspired collection and my North Coast inspired collection. So no, not necessarily an agricultural small business open to anybody. Any small business, definitely. I love it. Do you have anyone who would like, <coughs> it'd be like a big dream to collaborate? with or have you not had a chance almost to think about it this okay. is so random well the one that popped in my head is uh-huh. keto crisps and I don't know why do you, <laughs> wouldn't it I'm kind of like mm-hmm. do you like almost like little crisp packet earrings I'm like this is maybe too <laughs> odd <laughs> too niche <laughs> uh-huh. That would be pretty cool. I don't know how I would do that in silver, but definitely. I feel like that would be quite cool. Maybe like working with maybe different coloured enamel yeah. to create like the yellow, yellow and the red. Yeah. Um, that would be an absolute dream to collaborate with too. That would be pretty cool. I haven't really got a small business or business in mind. Yeah, it's not really something that I've had much thought on. I've just been so busy with like my orders and coming up with new ideas it's not something that I have thought about too much but yeah I would absolutely love to definitely yeah because I'm sure you could literally as you say kind of collaborate almost with anybody because you're able to <laughs> adapt it you know even people like someone who does like ceramics like um I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Sophie McElwain ceramics I don't know if you've heard I, of her yes I know, like mm-hmm. I love her mugs and everything so it'd be so cute do you know if you did like almost see matching earrings or something like uh-huh. you know like literally yeah. the world is your oyster yeah definitely I feel like as well like a lot of the skills that I learned at uni I haven't really been able to sort of put into practice so like I did learn a lot during my course so yeah I feel like those skills I learned at uni I could then like potentially use again if I was in collaboration so yeah I would love to push my skills more and like do those skills again I haven't done since uni I would love to collaborate definitely and work on something completely new and yeah I just find that really exciting as well especially to work with people as well and just coming up with ideas together I think it would be really cool yeah it's kind of the, like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and yeah, yeah who knows what will happen mm-hmm, definitely so do you have any exciting things coming soon like whether it is literally in a few weeks or at the end of the year that you can give us a wee teaser for yeah so I've been working on a new ring 
over the past few months. Amazing. I've had this in my head probably for about a year, but I'm now finally getting it made. I've been sort of teasing it on my Instagram stories. I've spent quite a lot of last week working on it. So I'm carving it out of wax. And then I think it's taken me about 29 hours to carve it. Like I haven't done this amount of detail in a piece since uni. So four years ago. So it's just been like taking my time sort of getting back into working with this amount of detail again. And I made a few mistakes. So I had to like correct those mistakes and add more wax to the piece. So that's what I've been working on. It is agricultural inspired, farming inspired. That's what I've been working on. I have carved it in wax. So the next stage is that I'm going to send it to a casting company in Birmingham and they are going to transform it from wax into sterling silver. So that is the next step. And then once it comes back to me, I will then send it to Edinburgh to be hallmarked. And then once it comes back from there, and then I will polish it and clean it up and resize the ring. And yeah, I'm hoping that it will be ready for Balmoral. So if it's not ready for Balmoral, then I'll be releasing it on my website. I'm aiming for like mid-May. I cannot wait to see it. I'm so excited. It's been so nice seeing, as you say, like the little teasers on your Instagram. And especially because it's working with wax as well, which is something a wee bit different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's my absolute favourite thing to do. Like I love wax carving. I find it really therapeutic. Like last week I spent all of those hours working on it and it flew in I just really enjoy it and I think wax is quite a interesting sort of material to work with as I said before like I love to work with lots of different materials and what's great about wax carving is then you can then use that carving to then maybe transform the piece into resin into plastic or I was also thinking about maybe getting one cast in gold. Oh, wow. I don't know how much how much that would be. It could be quite expensive, so I'll need to look into the price of it. But I would absolutely love to get one of the rings cast in nine carat gold. Very exciting. Obviously, you have been going for a few years now, but do you have any big dreams where you'd like to be in the future? At the minute, yeah, I'm working in the spare bedroom of the house I grew up in. So I would love to, hopefully within the next five years, buy my own house where I could have a huge room dedicated to my small business at the minute I don't have a sink in this room so I'm like constantly running back and forth from the bathroom to get water I use water a lot I use water to fill up my polisher my acid bath where I clean the jewelry I'm constantly using water to scrub my jewelry rinse my jewelry sounds really simple but I would love a room (laughs) with a sink (laughs) and have like my own little area to clean the jewelry and then maybe in that room as well I'd love to have like a photography kind of content creation corner where I can have like a backdrop set up and tripods and lighting because I'm constantly taking photos and videos for Instagram and TikTok yeah I'd love to have like my own little space for that another goal of mine is to go to the Royal Highland show in Edinburgh Mm -hmm. and take my jewelry there I had like a few of my followers at the start of the year asking me, will you be at Highland this year? Like, are you going to be taking the jewellery? Um, and it is something that I did look into at the start of the year. Financially, it was just too expensive. Hopefully within the next the five future. years. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd love to take my jewellery to there because like, yeah, again, like my parents, we've taken our Clydesdales over to the Highland show and they've shown that the horse is there. So yeah, I feel like the Highland is definitely one of the biggest if not the biggest agricultural show in the UK that is a goal that is something that I would love to achieve definitely that is so exciting and I love that you kind of have not like insanely massive goals but like I think they're achievable but it's once you almost have them like once you've been there and then you have your own studio in your house like it'll probably completely flip your business 
it's so nice that they're like big goals that are achievable. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to set like unrealistic goals, but it is yeah. always good to have goals. Yeah, like I'm a huge fan of goals and like it's almost like setting a list for the year. And sometimes I'm like, I can do this easily. And other things I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I possibly can, but we'll aim for it. So it's really nice that yours are kind of a mix of that. Yeah, I feel like as well, since the pandemic, it's sort of hard to plan. And Yeah, you don't know. In 2021, like it was sort of hard like to set out goals for the year. I sort of felt because you just didn't know what was going to happen. And we were in a lockdown at the start of 2021 and it just, it all just felt a bit hopeless. So at the same time, I'm sort of winging it and sort of taking it a day at a time. So yeah, as the lockdown sort of ended, that's never like, I could start to think about goals and the future and things that I could achieve so it is exciting to sort of not know as well what could happen in the future but it is exciting to sort of have these little goals that you can slowly work towards. Absolutely so Catherine just to finish up then what is your favourite local business? There's so many I feel like the talent is endless like there's so many amazing small businesses just a few of my faves Frankie Creeth Art she's based in Portrush okay she does the most gorgeous North Coast inspired paintings. She uses her sewing machine as well to then sew into her drawings. It's really, really unique. Like it's really different. So once I get my own house, I would love to have some of Frankie's artwork in there. Another fave of mine is Sweetness and Light Cakery in Balmoney. Yes. Suzanne, she has just opened up a cafe recently in Balmoney. She does the best hot chocolate and rocky roads ever yeah if you're in Balamon I definitely check her out I also love Bluebird I have one of their dry robes and I just want to have like all of their clothes but I think my absolute favorite is have you heard of Hope Macaulay I don't think so actually she creates the, the most gorgeous chunky knitwear she's based in the north coast so yeah I followed her for a few years on socials and over the last two years she has just flourish I'm obsessed I've bought two of her pieces so I've bought like a really big chunky cardigan it's called the Bella Colossal Knits and I have one of her jumper dresses as well but every time I wear one of her pieces like I get so many compliments on them and I have people coming up to me saying like where's your dress from and I'm like it's from Hope Macaulay like give me your phone and I'll put her Instagram into it oh, I um, love that. yeah she is super talented and she's had like the likes of Gigi Hadid buying her stuff and wow. me and Uh, like so many big names so yes definitely check her out she's done so well for herself I feel like as well she's put Northern Ireland on like the global fashion map as such like she's definitely done Northern Ireland proud with what she has created honestly incredible like I just looked her up on Instagram and I'm honestly a wee bit just blown away like she was in vogue and as you say like (laughs) all these famous people like and her stuff's beautiful absolutely stunning as well so gorgeous her knitwear is so soft as well like it's so cozy and comfortable but it's so luxurious as well and no I love it absolutely love it amazing well I'm 100% gonna be trying to stop myself trying to wait till payday before I get myself to a wee piece oh it's stunning but thank you so much for coming on Catherine it was so so lovely to chat to you today thank you so much isn't Catherine so so sweet I love what she does and especially the meaning behind everything and she's actually at Balmoral at the minute we went the other day and completely missed her I was heartbroken when I realized but you can go over to her Instagram which is Catherine Ray Jewelry it's linked in the description and see her latest ring that she was talking about carved from wax it is so beautiful I'm not going to spoil what it is but it is so so cool 
If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you did, please go over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a little rating or review. Let me know what you think. And I will see you next week with a brand new episode.